T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your official station to talk jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Lil Wayne. (laughs) This song, I think, just went certified diamond. And this was like the biggest song of 2007. Yeah, think about where you were when you saw Wayne dancing on the bus. <laughs> Talking about lollipops. This would never be a hit now. They're like, what is this? Wayne with the auto-tune. There's been a ton of auto-tune rappers since. Wayne is their father. He birthed all these young rappers. Keith McPherson on the fan inside the 10 o'clock hour where we're going to go to the phones. We've talked about everything. I've gotten everything out from my notes from the NFL uh, from Christmas conversation, uh, what we saw over the weekend, and you know all the news topics, and where the Giants stand, and where the Jets stand, and uh, we've talked about the Mets and where they stand with Carlos Correa. No one really knows. They're kind of waiting here, and we're here speculating. And we finally got to the Brooklyn Nets conversation. Winners of nine in a row, and a team that this city needs to start to get behind this year. If if, if this is the year, right, it took a few years. If this is the team and this is the year, who knows? Maybe it's the Nets that end the championship drought here in New York. And we've got eyes on the Knicks right now. They're holding it down. I was just talking to Dexter about it. I'm like, hey, uh, they need to keep this 10-point lead going into the fourth. There's three minutes left. Luka is obviously, like, Luka is ridiculous, like, I just watch him do things that nobody else does on the court. He's always in control. It's super easy for him. But the Knicks are holding it down minus R.J. Barrett and Jalen Brunson. Surprise to me. I thought they were cooked once I saw R.J. went down. But, no, guys just switched roles a little bit, stepped up. Props to Tibbs, having these guys prepared in you know such a situation. And, uh, you know, looking at the stats, it was IQ who turned into Brunson, started distributing the ball. IQ right now has eight points, but he's got 14 assists. He's he's making plays. Quentin Grimes has stepped up to handle some of the scoring with RJ down. He's got 25. Julius Randle's got 23. Mitchell Robinson's got 13. And then Miles McBride chipping another nine points. Now they're going in the fourth quarter, and this is where it could slip away or they could cement it. If you are looking for something to watch, I just couldn't keep watching Coastal Carolina and East Carolina. 
This Knicks game has been pretty good. And there's like I said, there's a ton of crossover between the Knicks and the Mavs. They they have former players over there. Reggie Bullock is another one I forgot to mention. Uh Tim Hardaway Jr. And they used to have Chris Stops. Now they've got Kemba, Frank, Jason Kidd. I know I'm probably forgetting another name in there. Um What's his name? I hate that. Like I'll be live on the radio and can't think of a guy's name. He also played for the Nets. He dances on the sideline. He went to Chapel Hill. Someone's listening, and they're calling out this guy's name right now. Theo Pinson. And I didn't Google it. I just thought of it. Theo Pinson is another guy uh, that, that went from the Knicks to the Mavs. So there, there's familiarity there and some crossover there. And right now the Knicks are up 11 with two minutes to go in the fourth. I think if they have a 10-point lead going into the fourth, it's all about stopping Luka, and we'll see what they do. Oh, Bertans just hit a big three. We'll get to it, though. 877-337-6666. It's wide open for the rest of the show, two hours. Any of the topics that we talked about, we'll just hop around, bounce around. And uh, I did mention a couple things, and I had some different people on the line that have disappeared. Call back. I saw you guys waiting, but I didn't get to you. We still got two hours if you're not going to sleep yet. Holiday week, uh, Christmas in to New Year's. I feel like we're all kind of just hanging out. And passing the time, call me up if you'd like to uh, add anything to the show. Let's go to my guy, Lewis in Brooklyn. <laughs> Keith, we're going to the Super Bowl. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Are you talking about the Cowboys, Lewis? Of course, America's team. Who else? Uh, it's so frustrating. Hey. That was a good performance, a good game. Yeah, At least we didn't on. get Christmas ruined. But uh, I'm just, I, I, you know I can't what they believe. Say? You know what they say? I heard on the radio, if Dak could play as well as he did after he threw that interception. Yeah. Oh, my God. But why Why crazy. even, you know, I was so upset. I had uh, My friend Eric was texting me. He's like, come on, Dak. I'm like, Dak's got to see that. He's got to see this 6'7 defensive end coming off the edge <laughs> and not even throw that. But you know what? Dak bouncing back after, you know, spotting them a touchdown – was was remarkable. He he was so locked that? in. That throw to that's, that throw to T.Y. Hilton was ridiculous. Oh wow. Who is this guy, T.Y. Hilton? He looks good. <laughs> yeah, T.Y. Hilton still got something there. And and the biggest thing about T.Y. Hilton, he said, You gotta respect me. Even though I haven't played, you know, even though I'm older, you gotta respect me for what I've done in this league. And they didn't respect him. He ran right by that guy and wow. uh, he was open and Dak awesome. took a shot. It was awesome. And the defense played good. You know, the defense played good. Uh, um, I don't know. I can't say good. That, you know what? They they were acting like this defense was a steel curtain, was the Four Ravens. turnovers. They got four turnovers. I'll give them that. But you're playing against uh, Gardner Minshew, the backup <laughs> quarterback, right? It just makes me think about what Jalen Hurts is going to do. The Eagles put up 34 points. I guess you take away one of those touchdowns because it was a defensive touchdown. But Gardner Minshew was able to put up you know, three, ten, seven, and seven. He scored every quarter on them, and that's their backup quarterback. I don't know. Yeah, but Keith, it was good beating the Eagles. That was the Always. best part of it all. My least favorite <laughs> team. Always. <laughs> oh man. But so, what do you think? Um, like they were talking on the radio if we, if we play against Tampa Bay. So that would be ideal know. because I'm so afraid of the Cowboys being one and done again. Them going to face Tampa, they're gonna beat Tampa. There, there's yeah. no way, in my opinion, I don't care right. with Tom Brady magic 
And all the I hype. I agree with you. No, what I've I seen from Tampa you. this year, they're not ready to compete in the playoffs against a team like Dallas. So then it would be second round, meet up with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. And uh, I, I, I think they're evenly matched. So I don't know. I don't want to get I don't I don't want to get hurt again. I don't I don't want to start believing. You know really turned it on this year, CeeDee Lamb. He's become a superstar. You know what? Because he started off slow. And uh, they made the decision to not bring back Amari Cooper, and they said, you're the guy. And I wasn't sold on him. I'm like, he's not a number one receiver yet. Well, he became one in front of our eyes. He's a freak of nature. He's so athletic. Uh, His his routes, catching the ball, run after catch. Some of the catches he makes this year, like, CDC, he's a playmaker. Yeah, he's ridiculous. So and they then, got Michael Gallup, and they got Schultz, and they uh, and, and Pollard has been great. Pollard, time. Zeke, T.Y. Hilton. I mean, Zeke smells the end zone. When he gets to that end zone, he just. I'm not mad right at Zeke. I'm not mad at Zeke as I as I once was because I just kind of looked at him as like they paid him and and he was you know going downhill. But the tandem of him and Pollard this year, man, they better go win it because Pollard might leave and get the bag somewhere else, and I don't know if they're going to be able to pay him. Uh, he's definitely a better back than Zeke, but the Cowboys are stacked. They have a good kicker. They have a good kicker. Yes, Brett Maher pretty much won me fantasy. He had 18 points in fantasy this week. He's been an unsung hero in fantasy all season. Uh, He's been one of the top kickers. And one more guy that made it to the Pro Bowl was that uh, the guy that runs back the kickoffs and the... uh, Kevontae Turpin. Yeah, he he didn't take one to the house, but he's he had good uh, average. He had a, he had a good average, good yards. Returning but why don't they make him a wide receiver? He's not a wide receiver. They tried receiver. to get him involved. He's small. He's really small. And I don't know right. how much he has up top to, to know the offense and where he, he fits. They tried to have a couple gadget plays to get him involved. But there's enough mouths to feed, right? We really have two, maybe three tight ends. If you add Henderson to Schultz um, and then you, Noah Brown. T.Y. Hilton, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb. There's four wide receivers, and they were entertaining Odell Beckham Jr. And then two running backs that you got to feed. So they, you know, they've got enough one weapons. One more thing, and I'll let you go. Steve Young. I heard him say on one of the shows that the Cowboys are not stable. They're not consistent. That's the problem. They could do 54 and then get, you know. That's why I, I say they're fraudulent. They're not a solid team week in and week out. I don't want to believe and be let down because I know that they are week to week. I know that they can collapse. I know they can lose to the Jaguars um, and give up 40 and then come out the next week and score 40 right. and beat the Eagles. But, you know, we'll see. Thursday night, Keith, I, I they play the Titans, a, win that game. And I want to tell you something. You really made it because during the day, they had a commercial with WFAN, and they had um, like like you on. They had you know they played your uh, oh yeah like a drop yeah like Keith McPherson that at night, nice. and then they'll have a oh, a soundbite from me. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I I love being part of the fan and being part of the of family course. and the fraternity and like you know it, it you know hey. it's been over a year and, and it, it's been great. Don't give up on them Cowboys. We're going. I'm, to I'm the stuck Super Bowl. like this. They got my loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. I, I'll always be All a right, Dallas thanks. fan. Thanks for the call, Lewis. Even though it hurts, even though they're frauds, even though I believe Jerry Jones is cursed and they're not going to win another Super Bowl under him, I picked this when I was a wee little lad. Before I even really knew where Dallas was, I was a Dallas fan. And before I was on the radio, before I had internet followers, I was a Dallas fan. So I'm not going to change now. I'm not going to change ever, but... 
Never going to make my kids Dallas fans. That'll that'll show you, you know. Oh, this guy's a Dallas fan, but I'm not going to put that evil on anyone else, Ricky Bobby. I'm not going to burden my kids and make them Cowboys fans. They have the right to choose whoever they want to root for and be miserable with on Sundays and beyond. It, it's it's your own plight. It's your own uh, personal plight to, to pick. That's why I feel bad for, you know, Jets fans whose dads dragged them into that. Uh, forget who tweeted it out there. Like, my dad made me a Mets fan. I didn't allow him to make me a Jets fan. The Mets were enough. And I'm like, yeah, don't don't double dip. Just pick a struggle. Pick one struggle. <laughs> Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up, folks. Jeff is in Malton, New Jersey. Hello, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking my, my call. I really appreciate it. Um, I've been going through, I'm 51 years old my whole life with uh, the old same old Jets mantra. I mean, I go all the way back to the quarterback controversy between Richard Todd and Matt Robinson. That's how long ago I remember. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not familiar with those names. But... Oh, well, you got to trust me on that one. It was before Ken O'Brien. Uh, anyway, long story short, I have a funny feeling that this karma is about to change, and let me tell you why. You go all the way back to 1995. The Jets were 6-5, and five, playing a game uh, right around Thanksgiving for a share of first place against the Miami Dolphins. Their rookie head coach at the time was none other than Pete Carroll. And they were playing the Dolphins at the time, and Pete Carroll was seen on the sidelines making the, the choke sign. Marino did the fake spike. They didn't win a game the rest of the year, mm-hmm. and the rest is history. Um, I even remember the, at the time the number one movie in the country when the season ended was Dumb and Dumber, and the New York Post had a picture of Pete Carroll, and right next to it was Rich Kotite, who they just hired as their new coach, and it said Dumb and Dumber. So... You know, you want to talk about where we'd be if we held on to Geno Smith or Sam Darnold. What if we held on to Pete Carroll? And <laughs> nah, wouldn't have, wouldn't have lasted. Would, you've had uh, eight different coaches since. <laughs> and now's the time to exercise those demons. Beat the Seahawks, beat the Dolphins, and we'll see. The most just thing ever, by the way, would be for them to win those two games and for the Patriots to win also. And then they don't make the playoffs. That would be the most just thing yeah. ever. But I, I just got a funny feeling. I don't know why. I got a funny feeling they're going to get those. They're going to get these two wins and somehow salvage this and make their way into the playoffs. That's, all you can do as a Jets fan is hope. I mean, I do this every every friggin every every year, and sure enough, you know, it's the same. I'm saying same old Jets from the season. That I'm really hoping this year is different. Fingers crossed. Great call, Jeff. You may have spoken something into existence that Jets fans are not going to want to hear, but the the Patriots have to lose a game, and the Patriots just lost their last two games. Heartbreaking fashion to the Raiders, and then I feel like they gave the game away against the Bengals at home. Like they they lost by four points, and there were a couple plays in that game where I'm like, "What are they doing?" Now they get the Dolphins without Tua coming up at home on Sunday. I don't think they're gonna lose that game. I think they bounce back and win that game, but you never know. They're they're kind of trash right now. You never know. But uh, what Jeff just said was, "What if the Jets go and beat Seattle?" And beat the Dolphins, but the Patriots went out. It's a possibility because I don't think Teddy Bridgewater and the Dolphins are marching into Foxborough in the cold weather and just taking a win from Bill Belichick this late in the year. And then the next week, the Patriots go to Orchard Park to face the Bills, who might be resting everyone, who will have the playoffs locked up and say, we don't need this game. So what if Mike White does come back 
right? We just talked about the other side. It's no guarantee that Mike White beats the Seahawks in Seattle. But what if he does and then goes on to beat the Dolphins and you're still out? It's going to end up being too little too late. And unfortunately, the story that has been the, the literal story dominating the Jets conversation from preseason game one when this young man got hurt, that Zach Wilson story will be the story of the 2022 Jets. One Jets drive will have to do a season finale where they say, wow, we wasted this entire season on our number two pick that we also wasted. Because Mike White was able to come back and beat the Bears, but then he gets knocked out. We lose some games with Zach. He comes back, wins the last two games, and it's not enough to make up for the shortcomings that we had with number two. And they knew that. They knew that inside that building. The fans don't know before the players know. And if you've played football in practice, you know if the coach's son is getting to play quarterback and he's not good, you know that. <laughs> you know that before the first game comes. You know that in trading camp. And with Zach Wilson, I know he wasn't the coach's son, but he's definitely uh, you know, a privileged guy. Not talking about how he grew up with money. Like what a privilege it is to come into the NFL number two overall, think you're the man, and uh, be, be given a captaincy. I, I, I'll never get over that either. Like, they, they they even put a captain C on this dude. He's 23 years old. There's guys on this team that are 10 years older than him. How did he become a captain? Don't you have to vote on that? How did he become captain of the team if guys don't believe in him and they believe in the backup and Mike White? They're wearing Mike White shirts. The, the team doesn't play well behind the captain of the team. Something was really wrong inside one Jets drive, and the Jets deserve whatever comes their way with the rest of the season because they wanted to stay stuck on their pick because that's who they chose. And they wanted to see Zach Wilson go out there and lead the team to victory, and he wasn't ready in year two. And that's the whole story of this season. So good luck to Mike White and Jets fans holding on these last two games, hoping they get in the playoffs. And I think I said a couple weeks back when the when the when that night the Patriots beat the Cardinals, I was like, oh, the Jets are cooked. I didn't think the Patriots were going to go lose to the Raiders and just be in the situation they're in. They're still alive. But I just was looking at the league like, okay, if Zach Wilson is coming back in, I don't know. This is not ideal. But the Jets played around with that. They should have. They should have. And I know it came off of preseason. We got a break. But in the preseason, no one was hyping Mike White. Remember, Joe Flacco immediately became the guy. And he got the first couple starts. And he stole that game in Cleveland. But they should have been getting Mike White ready before Zach Wilson to come back in. They couldn't wait to get Zach Wilson back. And I remember it was like four weeks, four weeks, Zach is going to be the starter. Zach's going to be a starter. Well, he's just missed preseason in the first few weeks. At least Mike was getting reps with these guys developing timing and chemistry with these guys. But he wasn't a, a top pick. He's a guy that you got for nothing. So you didn't force him in there until you absolutely had to. Keith McPherson on the fan, taking your calls the rest of the way out. When we come back from break, we'll have like 90 minutes left of my show. 
KM to AM continues right after. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This. Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. I need to get back to the raps, man. I swear I put in my notes to download this instrumental. There is a Coil Ray track that they remixed and put over this beat that's going crazy. People know what I'm talking about that are on TikTok or internet. A little younger with the Players remix. And shout out to DJ Small 732 from Neptune, where I'm from. He also made a remix of that. That's getting a lot of spins. Coyle Ray got one with that. Just that little 15 seconds, people are dancing to it, making videos. I'm like, man, that'll be a good beat to rap over right now because everybody's hearing it. Let me put another note in my notes. It's just, I need time. I need time. I used to, used to have all the time in the world. So when you have time to kill, you can go sit down for an hour, listen to a beat, write a 16. I don't know if you guys do that. You probably don't do that. I mean, there's a lot of people that rap that aren't good at it. I think I'm all right at it. I don't think I could have really made it rapping, though. I remember when I did, like, I had a mic in my room in college. Shout out to my boy Chris Knox. He was a DJ with me. We went to Guitar Center. He used to hear me freestyling all the time, either, you know, drunk freestyles after the club or just, like, you know, somebody put on an instrumental CD. Remember instrumental CDs back in the day? Back in the day. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, I have done some raps, some sport raps, like mostly like baseball raps. I have rapped on the fan. I, I've, I've just, like, played around coming back from break. But I think it was February that I actually wrote something and had, like, a couple bars. Uh, I don't even remember how that rap went. But it took time. I remember um, writing some of it and then writing the rest of it when I came in and then talking to Connor, who was producing that night. I'm like, should I pre-record this? Or should I just go for it? I'm like, here's the beat that I want to use. Play it. I'm going to go for it. And I actually did, like, nail it. Like, I got the I got the 16 bars off. I don't know if it was even 16. I need to go back to that and do it again. 
it just takes time. You don't want to be whack. If you don't take your time, your bars are going to be whack. People are going to boo you off the stage. They never want to hear you rap again. But if you take your time and put some effort into it and then come back with something that you wrote, that's what I plan on doing. So look out for that. I got to get back to rapping. I don't think we have any other hosts that rap or freestyle or even attempt to rhyme. I always am listening when the other hosts come back from breaks. (laughs) Like, you know, they might know the song. They might sing along a little bit. I think I'm the only one that'll like, you know, freestyle rap or even attempt to uh, rap. But I got to make a rap that like fits the fan. You know, I can't just come on here and rap about, you know, money, cash, women, ops. (laughs) I don't have any ops like that. I don't have any cash like that. I don't have any women. I'm a married man. That's why I knew my rap career was. Is it never going to take off? I'm like, I don't have anything to rap about. I'm not in the street. Like. I'm not a gangster. I'm not a gangster, Miss Katie. I don't know what to say. I could flow, though. I could definitely put some words together. I had a bar the other day. What was the bar that I had that I'm going to put in my rap? This will make me put it in my rap now that it's out there. I was like, oh, uh, nah, I got to save it. Because if I tell you now, it's not going to sound the same in my raps. Keith McPherson on the fan. Let's get to your calls. Taking calls on everything. I said it'd be about 90 minutes left. In my show, when we come back, we're exactly at that mark. And uh, I've talked about everything pretty much going on. Haven't hit too much puck. Um, Honestly, we were talking about the Islanders at one point tonight dominating the Pittsburgh Penguins. That game was over pretty quickly. And uh, I think it is actually final now. Let me go check those scores. If you did what I suggested and got your eyes on the Knicks... The Knicks are on their way. I don't want to jinx them, but they're on their way to a big win on the road, uh, overcoming adversity, losing two starters. This will be a big win for morale coming off of losing three in a row. Speaking of losing, in the Garden tonight, the Capitals came in there. Boom, 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 for nothing. Punched the Rangers right in the mouth. And, yeah, the Islanders actually put up five on the Penguins. So 5-1 is the final out at a UBS arena. Uh, keep McPherson on the fan. Here's something we haven't done. We haven't talked about the New York Yankees at all. What's up, Mike, in Florida? You got it. Hey, Keith, what's happening, man? You know, hanging out, watching the Knicks game, and connecting with fans like yourself. And killing me for an hour and 52 minutes while I've been on hold, dog. Oh, man, now you're at the top of the order, though. Hopefully it was worth the wait. Were you were you planning on listening to the show for an hour and fifty two minutes? Uh, would you have been listening yeah, anyway? Was, yeah, while I was laying in the rack with my head on the pillow. <laughs> but now you have me sitting on my back porch. It's fifty degrees down here. My feet are cold. Oh no, nah, you're lucky. We just we just went through the cold this weekend. Fifty degrees. I would love to walk into fifty degrees. Yeah, I'm, but my I'm feet are on the concrete. They're cold. Nah, you down I know what cold is, dog. I'm from Monmouth County, New Jersey. I'm, hey. I'm from right up the road from you. If you don't know what Seaview Square Mall is, you don't go back far enough, dog. Of course. I was in Seaview Square Mall. Now they, they got a Home Sense, a Target, a Guitar Center over there. I was in Seaview Square Mall walking from Middlebrook Apartments. Yeah, but I remember when it was a mall. Yeah, when it was actually lit, when it was actually like a, a attraction, and then it slowly yeah, just I died. I remember Middlebrook, what was that, right right up 35 was Middlebrook was the... Movie the, theater. Um, the movie theaters, yeah. Yup, my brother used to work in there. I used to see movies for free all the time. My man. 
<laughs> yeah. You know. Look, the reason I'm calling though is I I couldn't care less about Zach Wilson. I don't even remember the whole reason I called. I couldn't care less Yankees, about Zach Wilson. Uh, I, I said we haven't talked about the Yankees and uh, you know the well, left field uh, situation. I I, yeah. I I think the Yankees right now are on holiday. I think they did what they did before the holiday. I don't expect anything to happen this week. No, I, I don't expect nothing to happen either. But who's your left fielder? Is it Cabrera? No, we don't know yet. He's not on the team yet, in my opinion. I think they got to make a trade for somebody, and hopefully it's not a guy that you know doesn't move the needle or another failure. We've seen some guys fail in left field. Uh, Cashman, we're Reynolds? trusting, we're trusting him. Maybe, maybe, but I think you know, I think the Pirates are going to have a, a high ransom for the New York Yankees that the the Yankees aren't yeah, going to want to pay. They want they want some arms, and we and we let the best arms we had go last. Mm-hmm. Send them to Oakland. Send them to Kansas City. Yep, yep. So we'll What's see. What's your lineup right now, brother? Because listen, I, I I respect your opinion. I know you're uh, quite a bit younger than me, but I respect your opinion because I know you're a fan. What's your yeah, lineup right I, now? Because I'm there, you know. So like, I feel like I'm in it. Uh, I can't call the lineup right now. I can go around uh, position wise. Um, obviously, it's going to be uh, Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon. Luis Severino, Nestor Cortez, Frankie Montas, and then it's going to be Higgy and Trevi behind the plate. Kyle Higashioka, right. Jose Trevino. First base is Anthony Rizzo. Right now, second base is Gleyber Torres, but I think they're looking to he see if they moved. can move him, trade him, and I'm honestly good on the Gleyber Torres experiment. I, I think I've seen enough. Uh, I'd I like want to them go. to move him. I want them to move him to replenish the arms that they sent away last summer. Sure. Let's see what they can get for him. Um, DJ LeMayu, hopefully he's healthy and ready. He's had tricep he injuries. Right, and, in second. right, toe injuries, but he's been a gold glover at second base and played some of his best baseball as an everyday second baseman. And then uh, at shortstop, it should be Oswald Peraza. And if Peraza doesn't get it done, then you bring up Volpe. And if middle, in, middle of the year, Volpe, right? Yeah, and if in the interim we got to see IKF play shortstop at some points it is what it is uh but i would like to see ikf rotate at third base uh with a combination of josh donaldson dj i don't think they're going to be able to get josh donaldson out of here and i i don't want to see ikf at short i think he'd be better off getting reps at third he's won a gold glove there and it's less uh for him to do less you know balls for him to field yeah, I, I I don't know. Listen, I I just like every other real Yankee fan, I'd love to see them ship Hicks and Donaldson out. I just don't know if there's any way to do it. I mean, with Donaldson, you know, they took on that money in that contract, and I think they knew it was going to be a two-year thing. Uh, similar with IKF, too. They re-signed IKF, and I, I think this about those two guys. Fans hate them. Fans came down hard on them. It's hard to play here, especially in your first year. I think the Yankees are going to hope that in year two they're more acclimated, uh, that they're less surprised, that they perform better. Josh Donaldson was terrible at home. Uh, IKF, it took him a while to get going, and he had some moments. But I think the Yankees not being able to move Donaldson and then re-signing IKF, they're going to hope that they're better in year two. Similar similar to how we hope Joey Gallo was better in year two. Oh, yeah, give him an offseason. Let him come into spring training and not trade it at the deadline. He'll be better for it. That was incorrect. I don't hate I don't hate IKF. I mean I don't hate IKF either. He hit hit like two sixty five, right? But 
Yeah, and he, you know what, he was... And I don't know what his OVP was, but he hit 265. You can't be mad at that. And he had some clutch hits. He had some moments. He hit more home runs than I thought he was going to hit. And you know what he is? He's a change in that lineup. You have enough home run hitters in that lineup. You need some contact hitters, and maybe he'll be better next year. You just don't want to see him be uh, the starting everyday shortstop over a young guy like Oswald Peraza who no. can field and has more pop in his bat, and they should give him the opportunity to potentially win the job. But, you know, now going uh, to the outfield uh, with Gallo, like I said, you know, they thought Gallo was going to be better, and he was terrible. They had to move on from him. They move on, and they get Benintendi. Benintendi plays for a month. He's hurt. And they then he hurt. signs with the White Sox. He never wanted to be a Yankee, so that leaves nah, a, a, nah, a big hole. All the free agents are pretty much off the board. I don't want Michael Conforto... I think Michael Conforto signed, too. Um, yeah, he did. I, I think he ended up in He San signed during the break. Yeah, he signed with the with the San Francisco Giants. So, literally, that doesn't leave uh, many options. They have to trade for somebody, and I don't know who that's going to be. Max Kepler's name has been out there. Yeah. Uh, Brian Reynolds, obviously. But I, I expect Cashman to make a move like he did for our center fielder. Harrison Bader's going to be in center field, and – what a I'm move. excited to watch the kid. I'm I'm excited to watch the kid. I, I reluctantly excited. Like, you, how can you not be? He's a New Yorker. He came in in October, and in the the pinstripes were not heavy for him. He was an immediate no, impact they weren't. player. And then Judge in right field. So it's it's. Let like, me ask you this. Let mm-hmm. me ask you this. Can you see some combination, in, in any way, the three kids, Cabrera, Volpe. And Peraza, man in second, third, and short for the next 10 years. I think that's what we all are kind of hoping, right? Why did we pass on so many uh, you know, players we could have traded for, hugging our prospects? Why did we not sign any of these free agent shortstops in the last two years? This was the two best classes of free agent shortstops, and the Yankees passed on them. You know they both can't play shortstop, right? So. Nope. Uh, the word on the street was that Volpe doesn't have that strong of an arm, so you think that he would slot into second, second base. He also struck out a lot from what I heard, so they want him to start in AAA, um, you know, to start this year and see if he can get that down. But, I mean, right now there's two second basemen on the roster with DJ and Glaber, so there's no room for the kid. Uh, we got to see how this year Glaber, plays Glaber's got to get moved. Glaber's got to get moved. Be to fine by me. Arms, bro. Be fine by me. Send him anywhere. Be fine by me. Uh, hey, Keith, it's a pleasure talking to you, even though I had to wait so damn long. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I miss, I miss, I miss uh, Seaview Square Mall. Monmouth County. I, I could give a damn about a Lowe's or a, or a Target. <laughs> or a Pet Center, a, I don't even know, what it, a Pet Stop, <laughs> something like that over there. There's a, The listen, Sears is and, still and, there. They still kept the Sears, I think. No, stop. Like no, the Sears is here. just on its here. own, I think. I'm down here 18 years. I'm I'm just south of Tampa. Good, good for I'm, you. So I'm you get to go see the Yanks hour. in spring I'm training. Yeah, I'm about a half hour south of Steinbrenner Field. Yeah, I dream of having a place down there so that I can just go to spring training and some of these winters I can dodge the cold fronts and the blizzards and be like, yeah, I'm you know I'm in Tampa, 30 yeah. minutes outside of Tampa. Yeah, we might can find some room for you down here you, <laughs> as long as you're willing to sleep on the back porch when it's 50. <laughs> yeah, it'd be better sleeping out here when it's 9 or 8. Thanks for the call, <laughs> but thanks, Mike. Brother.
All right, we got to break it down. Keith McPherson on the fan. Sorry for keeping you waiting almost two hours, but hopefully you uh, locked in for five hours or two hours or whatever it is. You know, with breaks and different conversations, it's hard to get to you. But see, Mike hung on the phone. I saw a bunch of different calls disappear throughout the last two hours. Mike stayed, and he got to ask his Yankees question. And the last thing he asked was, you know, Oswaldo Cabrera. And I'll add that before we break. Oswaldo Cabrera, I do not want to see as the everyday left fielder. He's a utility player. He can play the infield and the outfield. He's a switch hitter. He's going to be so valuable when the Yankees rest guys or when a player does hit the IL for a week or two and you can slot him in there. I feel like taking him and saying become a left fielder, that's taken away from the kid's superpower. Let him keep playing different positions. Let him be a Swiss Army knife for the next few years. Keep McPherson on the fan. Call me up. I'll be right back. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Hey. No sleep. Till Brooklyn wins the 2023 NBA championship. <laughs> That'd be cool. You find me in Brooklyn. And I got to find out if the Nets were to win, would the parade come down Flatbush, Atlantic? Or would it be a parade from Manhattan over the bridge, one of the bridges, to the Barclays Center as the last stop? I don't know. Starting to dream. Starting to imagine. Keith McPherson on the fan. Shout out to my mom who's been listening. Uh, She still lives in Monmouth County. So for Monmouth County people that heard me say there's a Sears still open where the uh, Seaview Square Mall is. Mike, it's not there. I don't know. I I don't live down there, so I don't really know exactly what's over there. And she said there's a home store and an Amazon warehouse. At home is the name of the store. She says she thinks that all the Sears stores have closed or gone out of business. That makes sense. But I remember there being like a Sears uh, tire center over there and then that connected to the Sears department store and that was like the, oh, no. Okay, I thought that tied the game. But either way, not great. Okay, doesn't matter about my uh, hometown stories from Monmouth County. Either way, the CV Square Mall has been extinct for like two decades. The New York Knicks... <laughs> was just talking to Dexter about this. I said they they got to keep the lead because at home, the Mavs, they're going to play them to the very last second. Spencer Dinwiddie, former Brooklyn Net, tech guy with a jumper, was one of my favorite Brooklyn Nets. Before Katie and Kyrie came here, he was the guy the last couple years. He just hit a big three to pull the Dallas Knicks Within one. It is 113 New York, 112 Dallas with 8.3 left. Coming down to the wire, folks. Get your eyes on that game if you can. I feel like the Knicks will still finish this and pull it off. But uh, the Mavericks are never going to go quietly. Oh, there's the name. Hmm. They're not the Dallas Knicks. They're the Dallas Mav Knicks. (laughs) All the crossover. I finally thought of a crossover name. The New York Knicks. Versus the Dallas Mav Knicks. Here we go. The Knicks get the ball here. I'm not going to call it. I'm going to watch. 
and we'll come back to it. But since we started talking about the Yanks, Yankees fans have started to call. Dale is in Far Rockaway, New York, on the fan. You got it. Hey, man. Um, I was just thinking to myself, right, like when you were talking about, before I even get into my Yankee point, about the raps and stuff. Mm -hmm. Summers used to actually rhyme when he came back from uh, from break. Not not in a rap style, but he used to like... Like poetry? Put like... <laughs> Steve so Wood. Poetry, Steve has yeah. it like that. Steve, Steve would be one of the guys that, you know... Could actually flow yeah. a little bit or put some words together to rhyme. I gotta make right. that more of a habit. And then he would uh, actually use his poetry to like get a Yankee fans or get a Icelander fans, as he called it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, he um, had his signature he, things, and if he puts them yeah. in the rhyme, it's even cooler. I, I gotta work on mine. I and then the next thing was um, Richard Nair used to do a whole entire poetry situation, like about Christmas at some point. On the fan, it would, it would take up like a whole segment. Yeah, I got to work on that. I got to, for 2023, resolution on the fan, uh, bring the bars back, get some poetry, some some rap, something uh, to add to my, my shows, some sports raps, in and out of breaks, uh, something that's topical. It's just like, you know, I do a show and I have a full notes of like topics and takes and things I want to say. To write a, a actual good rap is going to take some time. It's just about... Time management. I got to manage my time better and give myself an hour to write a couple lines. And I will. I'm inspired now. Yeah. All right. So, to my Yankee point, right, I'm actually a Mets fan. So, but I, I got a question for you as a Yankee fan, right? Mm -hmm. Like, when you see all the money that Cohen is throwing on the other side of town, right, it's like, how do you, how does it feel to you, like, to watch somebody? Because for years, you guys are just like, like just basically just close lining, close lining everybody with the like with the spending, right? Like, how does it feel to, to you? Like, I know like Boston spent money and LA has been like spending money, but to have like like somebody outspend you in your own town, how does that feel? And I'm not trying to start any beef or anything like that. I'm just no, there's no, like, there's no beef. I, I've I've spoken on it. I love it. I call them money bag co. The make it happen Mets. I dubbed them. Like this is different. You know, growing up, I never envisioned this. And that's fine. I, I'm a baseball fan. Oh, wow. Are you kidding with this game right now? Uh, sorry, I'm watching this game. The, the Mav Knicks just tied it. We're going to overtime. 115-115. What a ridiculous shot from Luka. I was just saying to Dexter, this guy, you can't, you can't let him even hang a, around a little bit. The Knicks hit their, their free throws in this stretch down at the end. But Luka... Bounces the ball off the backboard, gets his own rebound, puts it in to tie the game. <laughs> Insane. All right, so back to Steve Cohen and what I think about it. I got to meet Steve Cohen at Yankee Stadium during the Subway Series, and I told him I love everything you've done. Like, talk about, like, fantasy becoming reality. Take the Mets out of it. If a guy came in as a fan of any team, a billionaire, and said, hey, I'm going to bring us back to prominence. I will spend every dollar. I will do all the cool things that the fans have wanted for years. Like as a, as a sports fan, as a baseball fan, I like that. You know, Mets fans have suffered for a long time. It's been a struggle. Now I'm I have friends that are Mets fans. I have friends here at the station that I made over this last year that are Mets fans. I'm happy for y'all. I hope you get the World Series. I know it's hard. I know it's 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 not as it's you know 
It's not as easy as everyone's making it seem uh, after all is said and done. More is said than done. So how does it make me feel? I don't mind it at all. This is baseball. Somebody needed to come in and do this in baseball with no salary cap. It just so happens that it's happening here in New York, and uh, we all get to witness it. But it, it doesn't bother me as a Yankees fan because it's separate, right? The Yankees play in the American League. The Yankees have money to do what they have to do. He's not taking players from the Yankees. In this last two years, maybe the only player that I wanted the Yankees to explore that ended up going to the Mets, Starling Marte. Uh, I didn't want Scherzer. I never wanted Verlander. Never wanted Carlos Correa. I did want the Yankees to take a look at Kodai Senga because I'm a Tanaka guy. But no, nah. you know, and I and I see some Yankees fans. I'm like, you guys gotta like, you gotta get a grip. Like for years, the Yankees dominated. For years, the Yankees spent and had a dynasty. Let somebody else get a turn. Let somebody else feel what it feels like. You know, they still have to go out and win it. So it doesn't bother me at all that Steve Cohen has come in and done. What, he, what he's done. I like it for, for the game. I like it for the city. It doesn't matter that I don't root for the Mets. I'm rooting for baseball. I'm rooting for New York. I'm rooting for WFAN. So it all kind of is relative. Still there? What's up, Dale? You still there? You got anything? Yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I mean, I was just, I was listening to you just, 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 just say it. Um, like, so without interrupting it, but I, I got one more thing, right? So like, in the early '90s, right, like when, um, like, like late '80s, early '90s, like the Yankees were just going through a rough period, right? And it was like the Mets that had like a little life in, like, in baseball, right? Because mm-hmm. like they won, they, had, they like, won in '86, and and they were they were supposed to win again. Yeah, they had they were in the playoffs in '88. There was no wild card, but the Yankees were like, you know, they had Donnie baseball, but it wasn't working out with Winfield and all of that, right? Yeah, but. What ended up happening was like, you know, like when 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 the Yankees started to rise up again, right? Like they had like a bunch of ex Mets on the team that played like pivotal roles, like Cone, uh, Strawberry, uh, Gooden, right? All mm-hmm. of these dudes, right? So my whole thing is like, back to you, like how would you feel like in a few years, like if you saw somebody like I don't know some some prized Yankees over on the other side because Stevie got the money. Like, would that change your opinion? Because mm. as a Mets fan, that like seeing Gooden and Strawberry and Cohen in like a Yankees uniform, that kind of just pissed me off. Yeah, I don't even know who that would be right now. Like, is Harrison Bader gonna sign <laughs> with the Mets? Is Glaber Torres gonna go to the Mets? Like, I wouldn't really feel any kind of way. The one guy that I'm attached to just signed for nine years, and uh, the rest of these guys are gonna be cooked. They're gonna be washed. So if the if the Mets want to give John Carlos Stanton a deal. <laughs> Or, uh, you know, an older Rizzo or DJ Mayu deal. I'd be like, go for it. You know, the perfect example is Robinson Cano. But honestly, I got over Robinson Cano when he chose to leave. And by the time he became a Met, he was washed. And so I felt like the Yankees dodged a bullet not paying him. I I, I really wouldn't mind. Uh, Even Curtis Granderson. Curtis Granderson, I was a big fan of when he came over to the Yanks. Uh, He hit 41 bombs for the Yanks when he became a Met. He wasn't the same version of himself, so I didn't really care. All right, man. Thanks a lot, man. This was a great talk. Uh, yo, work on those rhymes, man. I'm, it's I know. I just know it'll add something cool to the fan if I can come in with a couple raps every week. Thanks for the call, Dale. We got to go to the break. Dexter's in here right now. What did we talk about? I oh, literally man. saw this coming. <laughs> you you called it. Uh, you told me the Knicks had to put this away early. 
Otherwise, it was going to be Luka Magic time, and that's exactly what happened. Exactly what Only happened. Only him on his home floor. Like, the way that ball, the ball didn't, he bounced that ball. It didn't come to him. It tipped off someone else. He caught it, put it up to tie the game and force overtime. And, and I don't know, the Knicks got to steal this one in overtime. They got they to. Did it's, everything a lot, it's a lot to ask had, for, Keith. A lot to ask they for. They did everything that they had to do. Can't lose this one. And they, what I say, too? I was like, looking at that 10-point lead. Yep. That can't be it can't you can't get into the fourth quarter with that 10 point cushion dwindling cuz then they're close. So Dallas is up 116-115. That's their first lead since 9-8. Right. Yeah. Since 9 the Knicks eight. have been in control even when RJ went down. Knicks had uh, a 9 point lead with like 40 seconds left. And they that's, had and that's the thing you worry about them psychologically. Yeah. Yeah, you worry they about might them psychologically. Think, oh, we now. had it and you've right. seen the Knicks in these situations Blow games late, lose games in overtime. They're missing free throws again. You've and nobody, seen that. Nobody boxes out Luka from a free throw. And I know he's a top player. But can someone throw an elbow at him? Julius throw, throw Randle, hit this free throw right now. He's got to hit this free throw, and they got to lock in. There's three and a half minutes left to play. Yeah, All we'll right. see. We'll, well see. <laughs> let's go to the break and the update. We'll be back right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.